Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate it, and I hope that you're having a great week so far. Today's podcast is going to be all about how to create your ideal routine, and this is something that I've personally been working on a lot more than usual lately. I'm somebody who just loves a good routine. There's just something about it that makes you feel like you've got your whole life together. And honestly, people in my family have even told me this before, like, hey, you hope you're just a routine person. I just really enjoy being on a routine. I feel a little bit out of whack and confused when I'm off my routine. And so I've had a little bit of experience with it. I've probably created and followed countless routines throughout the past few years, everything from the Miracle Morning routine where you follow savers to my own rendition of a productive ritual. But before starting a new routine or creating one for myself, there would always be a few things that I would take note of and kind of recognize a pattern with. So if you've ever found yourself wondering how to create your own idea routine, that's what I'm going to be sharing with you guys today. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and hop into the weekly segments, something I'm loving, something I'm doing, and something I'm working on. Okay guys, my something I'm doing this week is probably going to throw you for a little bit of a loop if you have been listening to my podcast in the past. I have talked about on pretty much every social platform that I'm on how I'm just not a in-person workout kind of gal. I much prefer doing home workouts. I feel more comfortable. I feel feel like it's just more my vibe going in person to do a workout class like I think I went to a cycling workout back in maybe 2018 when it was like really really popular I went and I don't know if I just went to a place that wasn't for me but I definitely was not feeling it and so I just haven't gone back to any in-person workout class since up until this past week and that is where you guys are meeting me here today I went to a club Pilates class on the reformers like the reformer Pilates classes I did a trial one with my mom actually and I ended up signing up with her and so we're gonna be doing it together I actually really enjoyed the class I had a lot of fun with it and I liked that it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. I think that the idea of doing a workout class in person is just a little bit intimidating because, I don't know, like there's a comparison aspect of like wanting to be you know, not look dumb or not look like you don't know what you're doing. That's definitely a big role in it. But I took a beginner's class and so everybody was kind of on the same page and that made me feel way more comfortable knowing that like nobody else there knew what they were doing either. So yeah, it finally happened, guys. I'm going to an in-person workout class. I signed up for one of the packages where you have unlimited um, classes for every month. And so I'm going to be seeing if I can go maybe four times a week is probably going to be my goal. I'm definitely somebody who wants to get their money's worth. I'm really really frugal person and I'm not gonna lie this was pretty expensive but I'm really feeling like it's gonna be a great way for me to get out of the house because I work from home and ideally I'm hoping that it just helps me get back into a routine and that's hilarious considering what today's topic is all about but yeah that's my something I'm doing I finally have kind of jumped on the bandwagon for that and the Pilates class was really fun I think I'm going to my next one on this upcoming Wednesday they were pretty booked out but I went ahead and booked out in advance for like the next month so I know when I'm going to be going to what class. And I'm honestly just really excited. I think that it's something new. It's definitely pushing me out of my comfort zone, which I think is something that I've probably been needing lately. I've been talking about how I want to get out of my comfort zone, and this feels like a really big step for me in doing so. I was really nervous. I went. I faced my anxiety and fear around the situation, and I ended up having a good time and committing to it for the next few months. So we will see how it goes. I'll keep you guys posted on how I'm liking it. But yeah, my initial thoughts 
thoughts were pretty positive. I felt like the workout was effective, but not so overwhelming to where like I'm dying in sweat and out of breath. So it just felt like a good balance. And other thoughts about it initially might be that um, it was expensive. So it's definitely something where if I was able to do a reformer practice or something like that at home, I might opt for that. But I'm also kind of relying on this whole scheduling out my workouts thing to be something that actually motivates me to go and work out. So like I said, I'm a really frugal person. I don't spend my money on just anything. And so buying this subscription or like this to all these classes, I want to make sure that I'm not only getting my money's worth, but I want to make sure that I'm not being charged late fees or cancellation fees. So I feel like it's going to be a nice way for me to hold myself accountable in the sense that sometimes it's really easy when you are working from home and you want to do a workout at home to really just kind of put it off until later and later in the day until maybe it just never happens. And so in my ideal world, what happens with this whole new Pilates thing is that I schedule a workout for, I don't know, like Monday at 10 a.m. and at Monday at 9 a.m., even if I don't want to go work out, I know that I still have to because I don't want to pay a late fee or a cancellation fee, if that makes sense. And that's surprisingly a really big motivator for me, and so I don't know how I haven't put those pieces together sooner. I don't like the idea of wasting money, so I feel like that was like the epitome of wasting money. So I was talking to my partner about it, and he was even saying like, oh no, that totally makes sense. Like you're totally gonna go work out more because you feel like there's like a monetary backing behind it. But yeah, that's my something I'm doing. I am really looking forward to it and I'm gonna keep you guys posted on what I think and how it's going. Something I'm loving lately is probably the weather here in Vegas. So I live in Las Vegas, Nevada and it is pretty hot here year round. But actually this past week we got snow and it was crazy. It was like these little hail ball snow things falling out of the sky. Everybody was so shocked and it's so funny. If you're from Vegas, you know, but people will literally post to their Instagram, to their whatever social media. They're like, oh my God, guys, it's snowing. And it's always so funny because you just see this huge amount of posts come in at the same time and you know that it's just everyone being excited to see snow. And the weather's just been really cool and it's been cloudy and a little bit rainy and a little windy. And I just think that it's a little nice switch up from what we're traditionally used to but don't get me wrong I'm definitely a summer person so I am looking forward to it starting to heat up a little bit more but I will say that you know 40 degree weather it can be a lot nicer than like 115 so I'm having a good time with it and I think that that's going to be my something I'm loving this week and finally something I'm working on is actually vlogging more and getting more involved with YouTube so if you guys found me from TikTok or Instagram you know that I didn't really show my face on my little platform social media stuff for a really long time and I've since tried to be more open to it and I think that part of that is being on YouTube and trying to become more comfortable with that. There's something really vulnerable about putting your life out there online like that. And so I think that that's something that I'm just working on lately is just picking up my camera and vlogging little bits of my day to share with you guys. I've been having a lot of fun with it, so I don't know why I was so hesitant to start for so long, but I'm finally doing it and I'm having a really good time with it. If you want to subscribe over there, feel free to. I'm posting like two to three times a week right now and I'm just having a good time with it. I'm doing a series called The Introvert Diaries where I'm basically just doing like a relaxing silent vlog with a little bit of chit chat and it's just meant to bring you a little bit of peace and a little bit of comfiness in your day. I think that about sums up our weekly segments. I am just so excited to talk to you guys about how you can create your ideal routine today. This is something that I've been so passionate about for so long so I'm just excited to share it with you. So if you've ever wondered how to create your ideal routine, here is my game plan for success. Let's jump right in. 
in. Number one is to know your goal. Before you go and try to craft a routine for yourself, you really need to know what your goal is. Why are you trying to build a routine? What's motivating you? What's driving you? Identifying your goal is step one to creating a new routine because it really holds the answer to what you should be planning out. And also disclaimer, it doesn't just have to be one goal either. If you have more than one, that totally works too. But I think that the easiest way to do this is just to give you guys examples so you can see how it would play out. So let's say that I want to live a more active lifestyle. If I set out to create a routine that doesn't make time for exercise or movements, that wouldn't make much sense, would it? So instead, I start with my goal. I state it out loud and I identify what it is. Then I select key habits that fit into my goal. For example, my goal to live a more active lifestyle would be supported by adding a daily walk to my routine or maybe a 30-minute workout session. By doing this, you're really allowing yourself to build up on your goals through your routines, and this is a great way to hold yourself accountable and to really motivate you to move forward with that routine. I know from personal experience that I set out to have a goal like that. I was like, I wanna be more active, but then in my morning routine, I didn't have anything to do with movements. I didn't have anything to do with exercise. And so that was a routine fail of mine. It's really important that everything you do revolves around the goals you have in life, the passions you have in life, the purpose you have in life. You want those to be the center of everything you try to do regarding routines and habits, because that's truly what's gonna be motivating you to keep going. Another example might be that you have a goal to write a book, right? If you've set out on this mission to write a book, you're obviously going to need to spend quite a bit of time researching, writing, and editing. With that in mind, it might be a good idea to add in a work session to your morning or night routine. The idea here is really to curate your routine to your goals. If you wanna write a book, then you should have work time in your routine. If you wanna eat healthier, you should add meal prep to your weekly routine. And you really wanna follow this formula for anything that you're trying to achieve, and this works for anybody in any phase of life. When I was in high school and college, my routines were really all about creating a morning that would help me prep and plan for the day so I felt more prepared. So inside of that routine would be writing writing things out in my planner, you know, packing my lunch for the day. The purpose of my morning routine in college was to take stress off of myself later in the day by dedicating time to improving my life in the morning. Fast forward to when I started to work a more traditional job in terms of hours. I was freelancing from about seven o'clock to seven o'clock. It was about a 12 hour work day. And because it was pretty intense, I decided that I really needed to have a relaxing self-care routine. So one of the goals of my life right then was to balance my work with my self-care, and the best way for me to do that was to dedicate time to being myself and to nurturing myself at the end of the day. Adding bits of self-care into my night routine was how I chose to do so, and it worked out really well. You kind of get the idea of what I'm trying to say here, right? I'm just trying to make you connect those dots of if you have a goal, then make sure that your routines are reflecting that goal. And identifying your goals step one to that. So before you go and try to curate a routine, figure out what your goal is and go from there. Not only is this a great way to help yourself reach your goals, but it also really supports creating a routine that's actually practical for your life instead of unrealistic. Knowing your goals so you know what activities to choose is step one to creating your ideal routine. As we move on to step two, now we have to identify what works for you and what doesn't. So step two to creating your ideal routine is to identify what works for you and what doesn't. I'll be pretty upfront about this. I'm not really a runner. I don't enjoy it much and I don't 
really feel motivated or inspired after I finish a run. And you might be asking yourself, how is this relevant? Well, why would I schedule in a morning run into my routine? For about a year of my life, I had scheduled in a morning run for about 15 to 20 minutes every single morning. I thought that I saw other people do it. I saw in other people's routines and I thought, oh, well, everybody runs in the morning and they have a great life. So I should just run in the morning and then I'll have a great life too, right? That's how it works. And you might be listening to that saying, uh, no hope, that's not how it works. And why didn't you realize that sooner? Well, I think that their problem with morning routines is that it's really easy to look at what somebody else does and think that that's what you should be doing too. And I still do this to this day. If I see somebody, you know, drinking tea in the morning instead of coffee, I'm like, oh wow, I should maybe, you know, give up coffee in the morning and drink tea instead. But making coffee in the morning is something that I thoroughly enjoy and look forward to. So why would I sacrifice it just to create a morning routine that isn't true to myself? What works for one person might not work for another, and that's an essential aspect to creating your ideal routine. After all, it's your routine. You need to recognize what works for you and what doesn't. So instead of adding running into my routine, maybe I'll add a Pilates workout because that's more my style. By choosing tasks that leave you feeling good, you'll be much more likely to complete the routine again the following day. Now, going back to when I said that I was running every morning, it was really only a 15 minute run. And honestly, it was more of like a light jog, but I was really doing it and it was never, ever, ever something I look forward to. Even after months of doing it, I never woke up and was excited to go for that run. And ultimately what ended up happening was that I stopped my entire routine because I wasn't looking forward to one part of it. So I missed out on my reading in the morning. I missed out on journaling in the morning. I missed out on creating a nourishing breakfast in the morning. All of these things that were part of my routine that were good for me, I suddenly put a halt to because I didn't wanna do my morning routine because I didn't wanna run. You really need to be asking yourself what you need out of a routine. Don't go and look at other people for inspiration and then try to copy exactly what they do. I think that inspiration is something that can kind of help you figure out what to add to your routine and maybe it can be beneficial, but I never want you to go out there and look at somebody else's routine and think that you should be doing the same thing because chances are you guys live very different lives and you're gonna need different things. Yes, it can be really inspiring to see people wake up at 3, 4 a.m., work out immediately, go on a five mile hike by 6 a.m., but that doesn't have to be something you do and you shouldn't put that expectation on yourself to do it either. After years of really trying to curate what I want and really identify what I don't want in a routine as well, I was able to figure out that, you know, 4am is pretty early sometimes and I don't always want to get up at 4am. So if, on the days that I do decide I want to sleep in a little bit more to 5 to 6 to 7, I allow myself to do that and I just pick up my routine when it happens. I'm also somebody who doesn't like to work out immediately in the morning. I know that it's probably good for me, but when I wake up in the morning, I want my coffee, I wanna read, I wanna journal, I'm feeling very you know, reflective of my life and I don't really want to go outside in the cold and run. Knowing that about myself and accepting it is what allowed me to continue to create a routine that worked for me instead of create a routine that maybe would work for someone else that I thought I needed to do. Your routine can be just as fulfilling if you seek out things that bring you joy. You don't have to copy somebody else's or feel pressured to if it doesn't bring you joy to begin with. So again, like I said, if I really enjoy reading in the morning with my coffee, then that's something that I should make part of my routine because it's gonna help me set up my day to where I'm feeling happy, I'm feeling recharged, and it just leaves me in a better headspace. Compared to when I would try to do a high intensity workout in the morning, I would feel pretty drained, I would feel pretty tired, and it wouldn't leave me feeling ready for the day. And I know I kind of went all over the place there for a second, but all of this is 
just to say that you need to be selecting activities for your routine that mesh with the life you love and wish to create. If I would have done this from the start, I would have saved myself lots of time and lots of energy. All right, let's go ahead and move on to step three, and that is to create a plan. Now that we've identified our goals and figured out what works well for us, we can start the actual planning. I think that this is usually where most people start off. They skip steps one and two, which I wouldn't recommend doing. Definitely go back to step one and, you know, repeat the process there. But now that we've identified our goals and we've figured out what works for us, it's time to create a plan for your routine. And I would suggest a format like this. 7 a.m. Wake up. 7.15. Read and journal. 7.45. Work out. 8.30. Get ready. 9 a.m. breakfast. I think that using timestamps to help you understand when you'll be doing what is really, really helpful. I recommend giving yourself a bit more time than you think you'll need for each activity. Things always take longer than you think they're going to. I don't know how it works out that way, but trust me on it, it always happens. To begin, choose activities you'd like to have in your routine. So for this, I'd recommend grabbing a pen and paper and writing down things that you wanna do in the morning or at night or whenever your routine takes place. Some common ones are reading, journaling, working out, getting ready, cleaning, planning your day, and so on. At night, you might find things like taking a shower or reading a book or prepping your day for tomorrow. There really are so many options for things that you can choose from, and there's no true specific way that you need to do this. Now, once you have your activities, it's time to budget out time for them in your routine. And if it's your first time doing this, I would really recommend that you do like a test run situation so you can see how long things will actually take you. It's really, really helpful, and it's something that I did to understand how much time I needed per task. And it's also really beneficial because sometimes we think that we have more time than we do. So for example, when I was in college, I would have about an hour before I would wake up and go to my morning class. So I knew I had about an hour to get ready, prep everything, eat, you know, maybe go for a walk if I wanted to, journal, read, you get the idea. Now that I work from home, I don't really have to go to an office, I don't have to go anywhere. I have about two hours in my morning where I can kind of do whatever. The amount of time that you have your morning routine is gonna change, so it's important just to recognize that and adjust your times to fit that. But honestly, that's pretty much all there is to the step. Creating a plan is really kind of to the point and doesn't, there's not too much complication to it. Just time yourself, figure out how much time you need per task and then write them all in sequence so you can understand what you need to be doing when. And finally, the last step is to be consistent and be patient. And congratulations, at this point, you've created a plan for your routine and you've started to implement it into your life. If we're being real, it's usually at this point where things can kind of go south for me personally. I will get super excited at the idea of a new routine and the first few days will go by really, really well. But then I'll wake up late or I don't follow the routine exactly how I want it to. Something comes up, something changes. I don't feel like journaling. I don't feel like reading or whatever it is. And then it just feels really discouraging and overwhelming. So if you've experienced something similar, I'm definitely with you. I know how it feels and it can kind of suck after you put all this time and effort into both creating the routine and then starting to do it only to lose the motivation to keep going. And that's why step four to creating your ideal routine is to be consistent and patient. A routine is something that should flow with your life. No day will ever look the same and that's completely okay. Accepting this fact up front is the best thing that you can do for yourself if you're in the process of implementing a new routine because the last thing you want to do to yourself is get down on yourself after, you know, not finishing the routine you would have liked or whatever like that. I started a general night routine about a year ago that I still follow to this day, but every day has slight variations. While I would definitely love to start my night routine at 8 p.m. sharp every day, that doesn't always happen, and I really just had to accept that up front and not be too much of a perfectionist with it. And if you could highlight or remember something 
about this podcast, I want it to be this. The point of an ideal routine is not to make it idealistic, but rather situational for what your life looks like. And it might be tricky because I'm calling this your ideal routine, but your ideal routine is going to be completely dependent on your life. And that means there is no handbook for it. There is no specific guide to how a routine should look for you in your life. I have my routine written out in these time increments, but I'm prepared to shake things up if I need to. A routine is something that you aim to do every day that has similar things in place. So for example, every morning I wake up, make my coffee, read, journal, and then plan out my day. I can pretty much guarantee that I will do that every single day. And so an important thing to note here is that if you add tasks or things to do in your routine that are a bit too complicated, you're going to be more likely to fall short and then get discouraged. So again, start simple, start small. That's really Really how you're going to be able to create your ideal routine, whatever that might be. And I really hope that this helped provide you with a general idea of how you can get started. That's really what I wanted to do for you guys today because routines have so much value in my life and I really want you to feel the benefits of them as well. Following a routine is something that really gives my life structure during those busy and hectic days. So I would really recommend creating one for yourself, whether that be a morning routine, maybe an afternoon routine, a night routine, before school routine, you get the idea. Again, it's completely up to you. Your ideal routine is your routine and that's what it really comes down to. But thank you guys so, so much for listening and tuning in. It honestly means the world to me. You have no idea. I appreciate you being here and I'm just really grateful that you took time out of your day to listen. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today's podcast or gained any value from it, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out and it also helps get the podcast out to more people who might benefit from it as well. But thanks again for listening. I hope that you have an absolutely amazing week and I'll talk to you guys all next time on Onwards and Upwards.